Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Arrow on Target. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Arrow on Target. I almost forgot what podcast we're on, Chris. Mm, I almost late. forgot. Let me tip this camera up because it's, it's looking like it's aimed down a little bit lower. Yeah, you're getting a lot of my legs. They're, they're good-looking legs, dude. <laughs> All right. Just... So uh, this week on Arrow, we're talking about canaries. Um, I... Are these the things that you send into the coal mines and, you know? That is... that is To is find out canaries? if they come back. I guess yeah, it is the canary in a coal canaries. mine. Yep, that's true. Yeah. Um, well, uh, this episode focused... Uh, well, it didn't really focus. This is the thing. I really like where we're going these days where the, the um, storylines aren't really focused on one person anymore. This is true. It's not like, hey, this is Diggle's episode or this is Roy's episode. It's like, this is just an episode. This is just a, a team arrow, you know? And, yeah. and it's really interesting. Like, that was dealt with this episode. It was really funny that that was kind of this plot line like, yeah. where you have um, Oliver who largely before he died was calling all of the shots yep it was straight up like his way or the highway like yep. there was no you know nobody could say anything else but then this episode all of that kind of broke open and uh because while he was gone they had to make all these decisions by themselves they almost gave it up they, they had to make all these calls and uh and so it was nice to see them finally call him out because like last episode whenever he came back we really didn't deal with you know anything because he just swung in or whatever but we knew that he wasn't going to be okay with Laurel being out there. We knew that he wasn't going to be okay with the new roles that everybody kind of had taken on. And, you know, even this episode, at the very beginning, he asked Diggle, why are you okay with this? Why are you okay with Laurel being out there? And he's like, dude, just because she's, you know, she made that call. She made that decision while you were gone. Somebody had to do this. And so, I mean, it was nice to see them finally flesh that out. And it was a really cool turn of events. Yeah, I really like the way that they they instigated this, too. Because it's like, okay, he was gone for a month. And for a good part of that, they actually thought he was, like, legitimately dead. It wasn't like yeah. they were holding out hope anymore. Right. He was dead. Yep. And so, like, whenever someone's dead, you move on. Like, you know, like, you think about... Yeah, there's a grieving period, and like you don't move on in terms of, in terms of that necessarily. Or in terms of quickly. like loss, where like you know somebody's just not there, and so you feel that absence. Right, but you have like you have to like you said if there's a if there's a there was a hole to fill in the team. Yeah, and you're going to adjust your roles and how you behave based on that pretty immediately. Yeah, and uh, and then to operate under those terms for weeks, yeah. couple weeks, um, you know, you get into a, a new a new groove. The Emperor's New Groove. An Emperor's New Groove. Yes. You get into a new groove. You threw off my groove. <laughs> and uh, I think I just threw off your groove you in did. that sentence. That's okay. <laughs> I, 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 I brought us on that rabbit trail, and I uh, should not have. I just chased it on down, dude. Yes. Um, We're and so, so far past the Mad Tea Party. Yes. This is entirely another <laughs> reference. <laughs> Alice in Wonderland. You uh, so anyway, um, he yeah. Well, that's all I have to say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so whenever he returns, it's just it, the world is different. The world has changed, and he's got to be okay with that. Like yeah. I loved the uh, the moment whenever um, Felicity said exactly what you know the audience was kind of thinking. It was, and it was very much a. Uh, let me let me find it in my quotes actually. Um, so I won't say this one later. Um, says you don't have the right to come back here and question everyone's choices Ooh. because like while he was gone people made calls people had were forced into these positions and into these roles that they just they made choices yeah and it's like whether it was the choice that oliver would have made or would not have made which is 
definitely obvious from the Felicity standpoint, as we addressed last week on yeah. the episode, um, where you know they had to make these choices and they made the call not to work with Malcolm, mm-hmm. even though whenever as soon as the first thing that Oliver does whenever he comes back, it says we are working with Malcolm. Mm-hmm. So you know it's it's all of those things. So. Mm-hmm. This was, I think, um, what Katie Lotz was talking about um, earlier in the season mm. whenever she said she was coming back for – how many episodes was she in in the first one? Two? So she had yeah. three episodes that she was doing this season. I think yeah. this was the third one. Yeah. Um, and uh, so we saw her briefly as basically uh, a um, hallucination yeah. by and Laurel. It, she was really creepy in those hallucinations. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I w- I want to say something real fast um, about the two of them. Um, it was cool. I don't know. There's just something still about Laurel that that does not feel canaryish. I think she's definitely a different type of canary, or definitely a different type of character than uh, Canary was, or like Katie Lotz is. I think that now, and something you mentioned. Was it last week or the week before on the episode? Uh, uh, you mentioned that Laurel, until she dealt with uh, the whole line to uh, Quentin mm-hmm. situation, then she would not be the hero that she needed to be. Yeah. And it's very much, it was obvious this episode, and I think even in one of her hallucinations, Oliver said she wasn't a hero. And uh, and while I would disagree and say, hey, she, she has been a hero, mm-hmm. but she hasn't been full on like, hey, what does she need to be right. um, to take this to the next level. And I think now that she's dealt with that uh, baggage and that now that Quentin actually knows that it's her out there and she's not hiding something that maybe now she'll come into her own. um, And she's addressed the fact that, Hey, I can't be the same person as my sister. Yeah. I mean, she, yeah. So she's dealt with half of that. And I think they're there. She's dealt with the Quentin part. My, my um, big point also included the fact that she, her, she was still doing everything for the wrong reasons, still doing right. it for the wrong motivations, and Oliver called her out on that this this episode. Yeah, he said, "You're going out there. You're a, you're an addict. You're trying to ease the pain of Sarah's death by going out there and being her." Yeah, and I think like I don't know that we. I don't know that we fully dealt with that you part of it. You don't know if it. we've seen the last we of that. We are on the way toward dealing with that. And once she does get past those motivations, like she's actually doing it because she's doing it for the city or because she's doing it to protect those she loves, not to try to ease the pain and be someone else. Yeah. Um, and I think um, also in parallel with that, you know, that same kind of idea of being someone else, um, it, uh, what it was, there was a moment. Oh, it was in that same conversation she had with Oliver, and she said, you're not the one to tell me this. You're the one going out there. You do the same exact thing. And I beg to differ. Yeah. Especially ever since he's came back, but a lot this season, because ever since he lost his company, yeah. he, does, he doesn't play any other role. He- other than to Thea. And then this that was the moment whenever she told him that. Basically, the next thing he did was he ran out, like he went and, and finally revealed everything to Thea. So yeah. he, you know, I think that was a very... Uh, a, a very good moment for his character and a good turn to take. And it was exactly what he needed mm-hmm. to actually be, do the big reveal for Thea. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, I think he would have c- continually done that. Because the only person, if you really think about it, the only person that he was Lying still to. keeping that persona of like, hey, I'm not the arrow yeah. to was her. You yeah. know, I mean, the only person now is uh, is Quentin. And that is neither here nor there. And I don't think Quentin so. cares. No, Quentin doesn't care. And... He'll probably find out. Oh, like, he'll probably find out. Uh, I mean, I guess maybe the only reason he wouldn't find out is because he's he's such a high-ranking uh, member of the 
uh, police force. But Maybe. then again, he's going to keep Laurel secret. Yeah. So whatever, you know. Yeah. And I'm honestly. And he knows Roy's. We. He we, knows it's Diggle. Exactly. He knows it's Felicity. And we've posited before that like he already knows. He just never voices it because. Right. You know, it could cause some problems. Yeah, or even if he admitted it to himself that it was Oliver, it's like he, you know, he doesn't. <laughs> historically, he doesn't really like Oliver that much, right? And so I think that there's this cognitive dissonance between something that he he thinks that Oliver is this jerk or whatever, and so if he really truly admitted that he's the arrow, yeah, it would it would eliminate that tension for him. And so like, there's that that element of it as well. I don't think personally he really wants to admit it. Yeah, I agree with that. It'll be interesting to see where. Quentin's path takes him now that he knows that Sarah's dead. That was heartbreaking. Dude. Oh, man. So, like, it was interesting to see him in two different scenes this time. First of all, it was interesting to see him in the hallucination where he was uh, wow, yes. being really mean and almost, you know, and 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 it, basically it was a foreshadowing of things to come. Right. Um, of of how things could have gone really, really badly with uh, with telling him about Canary. Right. Um, but then whenever we actually told him about it, first of all, it was that he, he said he knew and he knew it was, uh, it was Laurel running around out there. Mm -hmm. Um, and he was okay with it and he was proud of her, but like he was mad, but he was like, he's, I'm proud of you, whatever. Um, but then whenever we actually told him that Sarah was, was dead and she didn't even have to say it, Mm -hmm. um, which I thought was a nice touch that he just knew, you know, she said it's about Sarah, and she's crying, and he's like, "Oh my gosh!" You know, I mean, I don't it know what else crushes. You down know, him. what's the other answer in that situation? There she's, isn't. She's else. crying, and she says it's about Sarah. Yeah, she's back. You know, yeah, or something. You know, like I don't know. You know, it's like, is there? She bought a bottle Lamborghini. Yeah, there's really nothing worse. You know, she won't so, let me drive it. Yeah, I mean, there's there's nothing else it could have been. Um, but to see both of those reactions in one episode, it was a nice parallel and a good turn of the of the coin. Yeah, I agree. Um, it was funny that we dealt with a couple of different parental issues. You know, like we we dealt with uh, Detective Lance there, and when um, Oliver revealed himself to to Thea, she asked, "Did Mom know?" Yeah, and he had to tell her, "Yeah, she had known for a couple of months. She told me right before she died, or whatever." And that was man, I had forgotten about that, and like. I do miss the influence of Moira on these characters, especially on, on Thea and Oliver. It was uh, last week. Um, we actually just were kind of chilling around the house or whatever. We put on the first season, mm-hmm. the pilot of, uh, of Arrow. And man, you forget how much gravitas that mm-hmm. Moira, like as soon as she walked into a room, you're like, okay, I'm paying attention. Something's mm-hmm. going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, or like, you know, oh, well, she's super influential into like both the city and the relationships uh, with her children. Yeah. And so, like, it was interesting to see that again and go, man, I forgot. I forgot so much about that. And I liked that, but I liked the referential thing where, it, like, it reminds you that, hey, she was super cool and she yeah. was, you know, she did this, she actually knew and was okay with it. And But we also dealt with Malcolm. Like, that's the other parent that yep. we dealt with. I was going to make that point and say, like, uh, they in that same scene, they contrasted that very subtly against Malcolm and, uh, you know, Thea being mad at Malcolm. And he, what did he say? He said something about, uh, well, that's what you do when you're a dad or a parent. You protect your children. It's just like, man. I mean, I, I understand the sentiment. That's cool. That's, I mean, yeah, good. He's just really angry about it. Dude, it's really funny. It's, it, it, uh, I think I made the comment where I was like, there's Malcolm, always at a 10. You yeah, know, he's, he's just, just you, super you bring, confrontational. You, know, you literally bring anything to Malcolm and he's always just like, what? In your face about you it. You brought me a cheeseburger. <laughs> I love cheeseburgers. 
this cheeseburger is the best cheeseburger. You know, I don't know. I'm I shoot like, an arrow through it. I really legitimately just feel like he takes everything and then just takes it to a 10, yes. you know? Yeah. You don't think Oliver's dead? Well, here's the bloody sword that stabbed him. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. You don't think Rachel Ghoul's, uh, you know, a threat? Here's this guy that, you know, you just hooked up with and he's going to kill you. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think that was Malcolm's No, that wasn't Malcolm's doing it at all. He was there. But he was there. He probably knew what was happening. Dude, like, okay. Why does he always show up in his, like, (laughs) when does he change into his archer suit? Dude, he's just got it underneath his outfit all the time. I don't know. He just, (laughs) he's always in that outfit. What are you talking about? No, he's not. He'll go to, he goes to the arrow cave and he's in his like suit. See, that's the believable. Like, why is is he in a suit? This is the believable thing about uh, Superman where like Superman um, wears this really, really tight suit. And so it's believable that he wears it underneath. Yes. But something that's like this weird, you know. I don't know. He's big and bulky. He's got this big cloth just, thing that's yeah, around him, like know? some kind of like hood. Yeah, and, and, so, and the, the face covering. The I don't know arrows. Yeah, I mean, it's just like where do you keep this stuff? It's, <laughs> no idea. You, it's not boots, convenient. It's got to take like twenty minutes to put on. Yeah, and I mean, you've got to have like lockers all across the city if you're him, yes. you know, <laughs> or or just constantly just have like a go bag. Yeah, you know, it reminds me of uh, the Lego movie. Whenever uh, Lord Business walks into his thing, and they, like they uh, they put on the hat and they put on, and he walks, steps on it, and he's yes. on this big stilts. Yes, that's really funny. Um, we uh... so got off track. I'm sorry. <laughs> Man, you're on a roll tonight. It's all my fault, all uh, the time. We also uh, we also dealt with um, uh, Thea. Oh gosh. <laughs> Completely lost my train of thought. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Uh, we, we dealt with Thea and and Oliver. How did, I really loved the way that ended up because, honestly, I did not see them go in that direction. I thought that the writers would would throw us for a loop. Would um, We would see she would get mad at Oliver. I did say, like, whenever she got mad at Malcolm, Malcolm I was like, she has to be mad at somebody because, yeah. honestly, that's her character. Mm-hmm. Like, she's going to pick and choose who she is is in line with and agrees with and then who she's mad at. And yeah. honestly, I think that she's always, she's all she's ever wanted from anyone has always just been straight up the truth. Yeah. The truth. Yeah, that's she's what been she's okay been about. With it. And that's why I have always said, like, I don't know why Oliver keeps this stuff from her because it just makes things worse. And it's obvious, like seeing her reaction tonight, it did make things worse. He probably, oh, yeah. sh- he should have told this to her last season, but whenever she was dealing with everyone's lying to me yeah, and just like, just tell her the truth and she'll be fine with you, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. She- <sighs> yeah. And, and, um, it's interesting to see her like, because she's such a big supporter of the arrow, it's really fun to see like a fan of the arrow yeah. talk to the arrow. Right. You know, it's like, I mean, the closest that we've ever had to that has been Barry Allen, uh, whenever he was on the show, yeah. you know? And so it was just, it's fun to see that again. And to, to have that element where, you know, she walks in and she's, you know, he's like, he's like, uh, you're still up. And she's like, yeah, I can't sleep. You know, insomnia seems to be a, uh, you know, a, a symptom of your brother being the arrow, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's, you know, and then he makes a comment where she's like, Oh, you smell like smoke. And he's like C4. And she's like, Oh, we can have these conversations now. This- so it's really great to see their relationship yes. in those, in that light. It's refreshing. I mean, that's something I've missed over the past. Probably it's been like good. What? Like year and a half, maybe. Yeah. Um, I've missed their brother and sister relationship, and I think it's back now. Yeah, because 
he's not keeping any secrets from her, and I don't know that he's going to from now on. They called her Speedy, I think, three times in this episode, three or four. Um, and <laughs> it was so, funny like, on Twitter, somebody uh, somebody said, uh, "So we're setting her up to be Speedy, right?" <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I didn't catch that. I didn't catch that the first time. What did you call or her? The second time, or the S- third time? Sleepy? That's what you're calling her? Dopey? Uh, yeah, Doc? so so it's obvious that Grumpy. she's going to be working with him in some capacity, and honestly, I'm super excited about it. Oh, dude! Um, Next week's episode looks epic. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think she'll she will eventually find figure out the extent to which Malcolm has deceived her? And in, in that got to, she's got to, and that she'll find out that she killed Sarah. Yes, she's got to, and here's why. Um, whenever they, and I, here's when I think it will happen as well. I think it will ha- come from Rachel Ghoul's mouth. Mm. I, I really think it'll come from somebody in his Does side of things. Does he know that, that, though? Yeah, that's why he's after... Well, he's after him because of Malcolm, but it's, you know, I don't he know. He thought it was... because He, he thought it was Malcolm. He's going to be... No, he thought it was Oliver because Oliver said it was him. That's why he dueled him. Ah, that's right. So that's why he'll, he'll be coming back after Oliver. That's right. He'll be coming after Malcolm because he betrayed the... Um, yes. Whatever the his organization's the called. League of Assassins. League of Assassins. Um, betrayed League of Assassins. Why, though, is this assassin trying to kill Thea? Just because she's connected to Malcolm? Well, because she's connected to both of them. Um, I remember, like, didn't they talk about, like, they, they'll take out your whole family? Or, That's like, true, that they sort, did. sort of thing. And um, the rest of his family's gone. Right. And so, you know, yeah, I mean, Slade already took care of part of that. Um, and uh, I don't know, man. It's. It, I also think that there's this underlying, like, hey, they want to train her to fight these people because they know that if they actually find out, there's no hiding it now, you know. I agree that with that, and I and I I'm not surprised that they're not telling or Oliver's not telling her the extent right this instant, and that he needs to. But I think that if he did tell her that, there's he'd, no way she'd end up on that island with Malcolm, you know. No, there's no way they she'd work with him then. No, and so uh, for the time being, her being in the dark about the extent of his betrayal is yeah. beneficial to Oliver. And to and Thea. To, yeah, and, and to herself, yeah. And it's really interesting. Like, last episode, we saw Thea be so anti-killing and anti, like, I'm not a killer. I'm not a, you know, and I think she actually, like, she did she say those words? Like, I'm not a killer? Like, whenever he said, you're going to have to kill them, you know, whenever they come after you because they're going to kill her. And she's like, I'm not a killer. I don't I don't know if she, yeah, she, she I think there was there was some resistance to that. I don't know if she said those words outright. Yeah. Um, I, I more think that she, like, she said it this week. Her idea was that she was learning how to defend herself so that she wouldn't have to rely on anyone like she was before. Right. Because that's what got her into trouble. Yeah. And and I what I see happening is that whenever it actually comes out and she is like she will have because her identity right now is that I don't kill people. And then to find out that you have like think about how Roy reacted. And it's like it's gonna be that, but then theaized. And so yeah. it's gonna be that much um, you know I mean I, more shattering to her uh, the 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 good thing about it will be the fact that it will push her further away from malcolm which will be yeah. good like uh, getting her a- away from malcolm out of his his uh, influence is a yep. good thing i agree and it's it's so shocking that she's stuck around this long that like it took her this long to figure out that hey he's actually not telling you the truth yeah. and you know and now she's not okay with any of this right. so because not only 
is he a terrible person? Mm. He's been lying to her as well, you know, because mm. before the only thing he had going for him was, okay, so she was like, oh, you're, you know, you're, you can come back or you can not yeah. be a bad person. But she realized he is a bad person, but at least he's not lying to me, yeah. you know? Man, though, that scene whenever um, Oliver told Thea, like, I've been waiting for that since season one, dude. Yep. It's like, oh, it felt so good. It was great, dude. And, and it's that the, that moment right there whenever she turns around and she she says, hey, you were the one that has been doing all of this. And she's like, so whenever all those times that I thought you were just a flake, you were actually saving people's lives. And he was like, yes. <laughs> and then it's just like, thank you. Yeah. You know, that moment was just so satisfying because it wasn't what I thought was going to happen. Nope. It wasn't. Honestly, it wasn't in the realm of possibility that I yeah. thought was going to happen. Yeah. But uh, it makes what's funny about that is that it makes perfect sense with her character. So yeah. it's it's nice to have that consistency. The flashbacks. I want to talk about those. Oh yeah, yeah. We had some crazy stuff go down with Amanda Waller and with uh, with him and uh, and oh, what's his name? I can't remember. And his we name. we left it in a crazy place. We did. Um, it's really weird that we're doing this, and then next week we're gonna go to Starling City in the flashbacks. Yeah. And we're going to go to the island in, <laughs> in the real the world, real, like the real timeline. Present. Yeah, the present. So that's going to be a fun switch up. The, okay, so you made a reference to something in season one. Yeah, that Moira or like season two for him or at like, some point. Yeah, in, she looked for him in Shanghai. But it can't be based off of this call if they erased it. Let's crowdsource this. Uh, back in season one or two, yes. uh, what in the world went down with um, Moira looking for him in Shanghai? And did she actually kind of get maybe a piece of this phone call? Um, because I almost thought she did. I almost thought she was like, I heard, you know, I, and I got this, you know, weird voice. I don't know. I almost thought like we'd seen this before. If somehow. anyone knows, let us know. Yeah, if anyone knows, let us know at Stay on Target Pod uh, or on our own Twitters or whatever. At uh, Chris Wright two five zero and at John Wright seven seven seven. But yeah, just just let us know uh, about that if you know. So yeah, um, it was. Other than that, it really did like nothing in the. I mean, the, the flashbacks were rough for Oliver because he got tortured. Yeah. Other than, you know. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess they didn't really serve a purpose in parallel with the storyline. And this is whenever I feel like these flashbacks are at their weakest and honestly kind of get in the way of the rest of the story. Like, uh, you know, you take, for instance, um, Ray Palmer was not in this episode again because he didn't ah. need to be and was irrelevant to the story. Yep. Honestly, that flashback completely irrelevant to this story in this episode. Yeah, and the only thing like it's going to serve to do and I'm interested in is to see the connection between Rachel Ghoul and Amanda Waller. Like those two people, like so to this point, they have lots of things in common in that Oliver and uh I can't remember his name. I'm going to have to look up his name cuz I remember I keep thinking Tatsu, but that's his that's his wife's name. Um uh, but but they are tied to both of those characters. Mm -hmm. They've experienced being you know with both of those people. So I I will be interested to see what those like Amanda and and uh, Raish have anything to do with each other or like have interacted before or anything. Yeah. So I mean yes, it'll be it'll be cool to see. Yeah, it'll be cool to see that. I think that we could have done this in a shorter, Agreed. more like. Um, I don't know, more compacted way in like either last episode or the next episode. So, I mean, we could have reached the same point um, without um, 
forcing it into an episode it doesn't have any relation to. You know, like the island stuff um, and the flashback sequences have always uh, been the best whenever they have some kind of direct relation to what's going on in the present. They explain something or you get a, a relevant piece of backstory. That- yeah, or um, they are the reason to watch the episode. Like season one, there was a few episodes where it was like, okay, we're having all this action go down on the island. And, you know, while it may not have ties to the other thing, but there's some cool stuff going on. Yeah. Whereas, the, like, this episode, I, it very much didn't have, like, anything I, mean, I think that's a mistake, though. I don't think that that's good writing and that your flashbacks are the only exciting pieces of your, of your story. I think that, yes, it's cool to see, you know, like... Uh, I think, take for instance, we were talking about um, a few weeks ago, like the uh, the, the Queen of Hearts Gang or whatever it was called. What yeah, they, in Flash. Called? Yeah, or, I don't know if that's what they were called. But, it's uh, yeah. Um, the uh, and the episode of Arrow in the first season, whenever they're in it, I also think that's whenever you first see like Deathstroke on the island in the flashbacks. And that's you know super interesting. Like that's what you or the guys the you know, um, and, and that's who you want to see. Um, that's what you want to see on the island pieces, something that's super intriguing. Yeah. But that didn't come at the expense of another story. This is true. And it didn't feel forced. It still felt relevant because you were still world building at that point. That's true. Um, well, and if you amount like the scenes from the flashbacks this time, I mean, it probably wouldn't have amounted to more than what, like... 10 minutes. Yeah. I'm not saying like, and so, but, but, but like that's 10 minutes that you could have spent doing more with, um, something in the city. Like, like you said, like seeing what somebody else is working on or, or even like putting more into the, like the Laurel and, uh, and Quentin situation or, or putting more into the Thea finding out. I mean, there's a lot of things that you can do with, you know, 10 minutes of screen time and, it almost seems ill served that those 10 minutes were a setup for something that probably won't pay off in, you know, until way down the line. Yeah. So until later this season somewhere. Yeah, I agree. And so, you know, in that way, the flashbacks, they have to be able to break away from them if they need to at, at points. Like, yeah, they've made it work for three seasons pretty well. Um, yep. And I'm not saying they couldn't make it work for another two, but like, like are we going to run this entire series with flashbacks? Man, hopefully not, because, I mean, hopefully we... Um, we have five years' worth of him being away. Right. Maybe Ho- they end it after the five? Yeah, and hopefully we find out what all happened to him, but, I mean, we don't need it every week, in my mind. Like, yeah, we, we I can agree. just revisit it every once in a while, and it's like, that, that'll get me by. Yeah. Um, it is weird, like, that we're telling it in, t- in the timeline. Like, some shows will do it, like, and jump around in time and things, but this one has been sticking to that timeline. That's nice, but we don't have to see it every episode. Um, last thing I wanted to talk about uh, was uh, Count Vertigo being back. Um, he's a cool villain. We yeah. dealt with him early in the season, and that was actually the first time whenever I think we'd made the comparison where it was like, this is feeling more and more like a Gotham-esque Batman type of a villain situation. Yeah, when he showed up earlier in the season. For sure. And it was really cool having him back. What was his fate? I can't remember now. What happened to him? Like, did they catch him? Yeah, they caught him and they put him in prison. And okay. that's where, you know, that's how he broke out this time. No, I'm time. talking about this time. At the oh, end this, of this time. Episode. Um, well, yeah. I mean, uh, Laurel beat the crap out of him. Right. And so he's just laying there bleeding on the thing until the cops come, I would imagine. Okay, I like that. Yeah, it's good. I I'm mean, cool with that. That was awesome. Like, it was nice that uh, this episode had a couple of moments of, like, 
Laurel's in danger. We rescued her. Yeah. And then Thea was was uh, was in danger. We rescued her. So it was nice at the end of the episode to finally see like Laurel's in danger, and then beats the heck out of the person that was yeah. the threat. You yeah, know, yeah. it was nice to see that that somebody finally overcame you know whatever the threat was in front of them. Yeah. And didn't have to get you know rescued by somebody else. So two interesting things I wanted to call out. The first is the fact that Roy just basically mirrors whatever Thea. Feel, feels at the time like and he's he like does. yeah that's that's yeah that's, that's yeah we truth. should team up with Malcolm we should do yeah we should, yeah he's he's a good guy he was looking out for the city back when he destroyed it yeah what do what you know you 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 don't like Malcolm now I'm just I like what's to, not know, Malcolm like that episode last time whenever he was like hey guys he came into the room we're really serious hey guys I just found out something I just found out <laughs> that Malcolm saved Thea yeah that was really funny it was really funny but then like and then this episode he's you know she's like. I don't trust Malcolm. I don't think I can ever trust him again. And he's like, well, there's your answer. You shouldn't work with him. Yeah. Like, and then, and then he even stands on, up dude. to Oliver. Like he even stands up to Oliver. Like whenever Oliver snapped at Thea, um, he, he stands up to Oliver. He's like, he's like, he's like and, and plus if Thea doesn't want to work with Malcolm, she doesn't have to work with him. I and, it's just, I want. and it's just like, really Roy decide on your own or whatever. But yeah, it's just basically whatever Thea yeah. wants, he's going to do. Uh, the other point is, um, one of uh, our Twitter followers, our fans of the show, super fan Chris Tennyson, yeah, uh, tweeted at us and had a picture of, and it was true this this episode. Yep, um, Laurel as Canary does not have any kind of like eye black makeup, eye makeup underneath yeah. her mask, and Sarah did, and I honestly do like Sarah's look better. Well, and it, it conceals your identity more too. Yeah, um, I mean, it doesn't look like whenever you look at Katie Lotz and then look at her as Canary, it's it's conceivable that they're not the same person if right. she has the black eye makeup, but then, you know, and Oliver and, and, uh, Roy kind of the same way, yeah. but it's like Laurel, like without the black eye makeup, she doesn't really, um, it doesn't conceal her identity as much. I actually kind of like it though. I'm, I'm on the opposite side where I actually kind of like the, uh, it's, it's almost got this like reverse, uh, raccoon look to it. And so it's like, it just looks like a really cool, um, I don't even know, like a, it just looks cool. How is like, it a I like reverse it. raccoon? Well, like, well, like you were, uh, maybe raccoon, it's just like a they raccoon. Have, they have dark. It, well, they have dark, but then eyes. she has white. Like, it's the white around oh, her eyes. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you know. You know, like, I mean, it's a different look for sure. And obviously, like, the fa- the reason we got away from the face paint in the first place was because it's kind of ridiculous that, that, um, yeah. That, Oliver's spending a lot of time taking face paint off his face every single time he does something. That's true. And then she also has the job. She's the only one who actually has to keep a uh, public persona other than Felicity, but the only mask that actually has to have a public persona. And so like for her, you're right to remove the makeup every time it was like, Oh my gosh. And then to have to do like a, an additional makeup to put it on again. I don't know. That would be really time consuming. Yeah, so I mean, it's, it's, it's believable. It's more of the look that they have going on for flash. Flash doesn't have any eye makeup on underneath his mask. That's true. Um, but I, I still really like, I mean, it's very Batman esque to have that. And I like the way that looks, I think it looks more menacing. Yeah. More menacing and more, more legit. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but again, I think it logically, you're a real superhero. <laughs> you wear makeup. Underneath your mask, <laughs> but logically it doesn't. Underwear, know, it doesn't on over the outside. Your pants on the outside, yes. right? Just and then you do front and the back, and never mind. That was a big Hero Six reference. Sorry, <laughs> you don't remember that part? No. Oh my gosh! Whenever they had uh, Stan Lee at the end in the Indian credits, yes. and he was telling, uh, yes. yeah, yeah, Fred, the whole thing about yes. the underwear or whatever. Yes. Anyway. Woo! It's Big Hero Six. Go watch that movie. Great movie. Good movie. Out on out on Blu-ray now. Yeah. 
Anyway, so uh, so this episode, how many hoods do we give this episode? I give this episode four hoods. I give it four hoods too. Four out of five hoods. Yep. Um, I like it, dude. Yep. It's, it was a really fun episode. Yep. Do uh, we have a couple of quick quotes? Yeah, let me hit you with, uh, with a couple of them. Um, let me see. There was the... Uh, Oliver and uh, Thea conversation before they walked down into the arrow cave. And she says, uh, he says, we're going to the sub basement. And she says, I thought you said it was flooded. And he says, I lied. Oh my gosh. That was like the most tense situation. (laughs) Yep. Woo. Edge of my seat, man. Just straight up honesty. Oh yeah. I lied. And then we have, uh, Oliver who says, we're going to work with Malcolm because Rachel Ghoul is coming for all of us. Or coming he for said us. Roz. All of us. Yeah, he said all Roz. Of, all the, this is the thing. This is the, this is the way that they separated on this show. All the good guys always say Roz. All, all the, the bad, bad guys, guys always say, say Raish. Raish. Yep. Because the bad guys, they don't want to make him mad. I don't know. I think that's because they, they call him whatever his native, they talk to him in his native tongue. That would make sense. Um, then we have, let me see if there's, uh, there's one that I want to finish on. Um, let me see. All right. So we have Diggle, who's talking to Oliver, and he says... What I know, Oliver, is that you started something, something strong enough to live past you. The question is, can you live with what it's become? Ooh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have, let me find that last one I wanted to end on. It is Thea, who says, all those nights that I thought you were a flake, and you told me some story that I knew was a lie, you were saving someone's life? Thank you. Great. It was amazing. Uh, that's it for this week. We uh, we also uh, talked on our main podcast this week about oh, Marvel news. Spider-Man joining the Marvel universe. You can find our take on there. Uh, we also uh, have a, another podcast about the Flash. Also on our main podcast this week, we uh, we didn't recite, but we read the Gettysburg Address. Yes. Boom. Check it out. StandTargetPodcast.com. <laughs> it's a very odd thing to plug. I'm sorry. It's just, it's, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was, it was for Lincoln's birthday. I liked it, man. Yeah. 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 Um, and so, uh, yeah, you can check us out online at StandTargetPodcast.com, on Twitter at StandTargetPod, at ChrisWright250. And at JohnWright777. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Arrow on Target. Arrow on Target.